0: Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi Katie. Hey Brittany. So we're going to talk about French farmers today which is something I don't think it's ever come up in conversation with anybody. <laughs> have you ever said anybody. those words before? <laughs> I have not. I No, I have definitely not said those words. Uh, what's fun, though, they're in the region of Brittany. I think it's say Britannia oh, there. Yeah. Or no, I think it is Brittany. And that's my mom before every single other mother in 1985 named their daughter Brittany. Uh, my mom thought it was such a unique and original name. And she loved uh, French. And now um, everybody has my name. Um, but it's my There's name is spelled spell- specifically.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You have a unique spelling.
0: I have a unique spelling. I have the correct spelling, technically. And in fact, (laughs) my family says every syllable. So they call me Brittany. And I used to tell people that. And then I was like, I I sound ridiculous
1: not having people calling it by Brittany. That's not adorable Brittany. though because it's actually – it's a different name. It's, it's not a, Brittany. I think
0: it's a better name. I think it is a better name. Sorry to other Brittany's out there who just say it, Brittany, but I say – I like Brittany. I think it's a I think it's a better name, but I have a better okay. opinion.
1: <laughs> so mark me on every podcast from now on, I'm going to call you Brittany.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm going to hold you to that.
1: So we digress. All this to say, oh, yeah. we're
0: going to talk about some farmers today who are revolting against the government and i feel like we don't hear a lot of like liberty protests coming out of france these days which is interesting because they used to be big revolutionaries Mm -hmm. inspired by america but very misguided they were definitely socialists um it was a weird time they had several revolutions all back to back but we did get people like frederick bastia out of that right so there are some there are some great liberty thinkers in france but uh now we have these farmers who these country farmers who are taking a stand so in December, protests broke out as these farmers were getting really mad because there was like a government tax increase and there was all these regulations in the farming industry that was making it harder for them to do their job. And it was funny because they all took to their tractors. So if you Google the footage, it's like a bunch of like farmers on very slow moving tractors honking their horns. And it's 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 kind of funny to watch, but they took things one step further. They weren't <laughs> just uh, holding signs. They were actually... They have these machines that spray like manure on the field. And manure is, of course, um, I guess dung is what you would say, right? It's different (laughs) animal waste that helps plants grow. And they were spraying it in on government buildings. And like it was piled high in the streets. And I can't even imagine what that smelled like. Um, I don't want to imagine what that smelled like because I'm sure it was not good at all. But um, but it was kind of – it's kind of fun to see. I know I always like to see a good protest against the government because I think it's a good reminder to them who's really in charge. You know, it is technically our government. And so I think that's um, – I think they're important. I think things like that are very important. And it's also kind of a fun um, little analogy of flinging feces on government buildings, <laughs> which you is know, interesting.
1: I have to think about what would happen um, – if that were to happen here in the United States. So I don't know what all the consequences were, but I do always have this, um, this impression I get, I guess that, um, and maybe it's because of France's long history of revolution and protest, but I I see protests like that happening in France. And, and I wonder if, if American farmers were to do that, if they were to roll up on Washington DC and cover, you know, um, the Capitol building with, cow manure I don't know that 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 they would get away with it like I th- I, don't I feel think they like, would know right like we've reached a point now where um you know are we less free than the French? I don't know
0: I think but the French also are very like they just have that personality you know like mm-hmm. ugh, ugh, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah but it's interesting to think about like I I think that there would be really serious consequences if farmers were to protest in that way here.
0: I think it's possible they would be labeled domestic terrorists, terrorists mm-hmm. because I think that's that's kind of the catch-all since 9-11. It's become like, all oh, right, if you do anything against the federal government, you're a domestic terrorist. Even you know parents in school board meetings, and so mm-hmm. I think I think that would likely be what happens. And if you try to a domestic terrorist, you face a lot of pretty scary consequences. So that's a really good point. I didn't think of. I, I don't think people would get away with it, which is interesting because you and I talked before we hit record. About the parallels between this and the Boston Tea Party, which is fun because they both happened in December, right? I mean, well, one of one of them happened in 1773, but <laughs> the other you know happened 250 years apart. Yes, 250 years apart. That's right, exactly. Um, so it, it's interesting. It kind of reminds us of that, you know, rough and tough American colonial spirit of we're not going to take this anymore. Which we, you know, I both talked about being kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. And even their form of protest, it was um, messy and disruptive, but not harmful to people, Violent. right? Yeah. So so it, it really, there are a lot of similarities.
0: And that's, I, I love when that happens. I love when you see uh, some of that influence still present in society today, especially since, like I said, France actually really loved America. They loved our revolution. And even though they got a lot of it wrong, they were very much inspired by what was going on in the colonies because uh, their re- revolution wasn't too far after. And mm-hmm. I think it was Thomas Jefferson was actually very much inspired by their inspiration, but again not supportive of of what it did because they were just going around killing nobles and and royalty which you know nonviolent revolutions are <laughs> yeah. ideal. Um, beheadings are not, are frowned <laughs> not upon <the> again <laughs> yeah, the best way not not a, not a good way to go about things but um, there's a lot of symbolism here. Again, you know, they're they're sending this message. They've, they've been ignored. And what can you not ignore? And that's definitely flinging manure onto buildings. We're tossing tea into into the harbor. Um, and, you know, we talked about this before we hit record also that that um, that Connor pointed out in his title twins uh, newsletter that that it was kind of a little delightful parallel to see that happening. And and it was inspirational to see that small groups of people are still standing up for what was right, just like our ancestors in America did with the Boston Tea Party. And I don't know, Katie, I feel like we don't see that a lot anymore.
1: I don't think so either. And I wonder sometimes if what we saw happen um, with the January 6th riots or whatever I, everybody calls them something different depending on how they feel about them but but I feel like that really kind of laid a foundation for people to be even more fearful of um speaking out or protesting like I don't feel like we've had very many um protests at least from the maybe we would say like the right-leaning crowd since then like I think that the crackdown on the people who um, were at the capitol that day has really, Been a deterrent to people speaking out or protesting.
0: Well, and in addition to that, you have—I know the January sixth thing is more controversial in how people view it—but you also have the trucker protests mm-hmm. that happen in Canada. And to me, I really loved that. I thought it was really cool to see, you know, kind of the backbone of yeah. not just of, of America or Canada, but of all countries. You know, these truck drivers are bringing goods in between our countries and making sure we have the supplies we need. I don't think we realize how many of the items on our the shelves and grocery stores are because of of truck drivers. And here you had them, again, peacefully protesting and saying, you know, this isn't fair what you're doing with the the forced vaccinations. Mm -hmm. Um, But to me, that was really inspiring because, again, it's not one of those things that we see a lot every day. But, of course, what happened with that one, Katie? The government shut it down. Not only the government shut it down, people's bank accounts, not even the truck driver's bank accounts – Bank accounts of people who were donating to their cause,
1: yeah, it were was, shut down. It was very personal and very severe retribution for what essentially was a peaceful protest. I mean, yeah, it was disruptive, but again, it didn't cause harm to people. It didn't destroy property. It was, it was essentially farmers refusing to work, and and they were, yeah, they were they were penalized for it. So again, like, I mean. I, I guess we need to check more. I don't know what ended up, if there was a consequence for the French farmers and the manure. Like, I don't think so. I think that- No, they, I didn't they see just,
0: anything about that when I was yeah. looking through it. What's what The what's government just too, took it. <laughs> they just kind of took it. I don't know if they got what they wanted, but they took it. Um, The, the, the other thing about the, the truck drivers that I was thinking about too is how, how they were quickly framed as people who probably supported January 6th. Yes, they were. It became and, anybody who stood up and did these protests must also be for that
1: yeah or a, again an insurrectionist a domestic terrorist so we're seeing this label applied to places it doesn't actually apply at all it's simply if if every form of even peaceful but disruptive protest can be labeled as an insurrection or as you know a domestic terrorism act then then what how what recourse do people have to say i don't like this
0: there's really no First Amendment. You are, you are just the term, you know, domestic terrorists and everything that goes along with it is almost an affront, to, you know, a, a disgrace to our First Amendment agree to or a right to assemble. And mm-hmm. one of the most interesting things about that is during COVID, we saw people, and by people I mean government, politicians, using COVID as a reason to trample on our rights just as they do mm-hmm. with any emergency. And so this very important right to assemble that allowed, you know, the Boston Tea Partiers to, to do what they did, that... that Right was suspended in the name of getting COVID. When it came to churches protesting, not even churches protesting. When it came to churches meeting even outside singing hymns, one of those mm-hmm. uh, groups were were busted and fined. But then you had, of course, all the Black Lives Matter protests, which right. were not only seen as fine, but I don't know if you remember the headlines, Katie. That it was like, oh, political protests are fine, but not
1: church. But not only this. this kind of political protest. But only this kind of yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I do love the the parallels between the the truckers in Canada and the French farmers and the Boston Tea Party. Like what all of them did was disrupt infrastructure and they they disrupted people being able to get the supplies that they needed. I guess in the Boston Tea Party it's interesting because um, they shut down the ports. And I think we talked That's about it. Opposite. Our, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. almost opposite because it was the British government that said, "Okay, well, you can't use this port until you pay back all of the the cost for the tea that you wasted," and and that was a hardship because when people can't get supplies, you know, they they become uh, maybe less convicted in their in their <laughs> protest or in what they're willing to put up with when you know, there's no food coming in and they can't, they can't put food on the table. And so that's kind of how, how England tried to bully the colonists into um, giving up. But then it's also, you know, the, the French farmers and the truckers kind of tried to use that same, that same method to disrupt people's basic needs so that they could be heard and so that they could bring about changes that they didn't feel like they had power to bring about in any other way.
0: What's interesting, I was, uh, so we did an episode about a year ago on the Dutch farmer protests mm-hmm. and the Dutch were protesting there and like not, not flinging manure, but they were still, I think they actually were throwing some things like fruit or something. I don't remember what it was at, at government buildings. And they were protesting because the government was passing laws about climate that were impacting not only the farmers, but the food people could get. So they were saying because of carbon emissions, you have to kill 30% of your livestock. Yes. And things like that. And so they revolted. And I just was doing a quick search and I saw that German farmers at the end of December were also revolting and that we had Indian farmers who were revolting a couple years ago. And so the government keeps passing these laws that hurt farmers. And we need to be careful about that because farmers are the reason we have food. And it kind of reminds me during the the New Deal with the Great Depression when farmers also got hurt because they were, like, paying them not to farm. It's just Mm – it's funny to me. We should never go after the farmers because of how much they impact our lives. I mean, it's it's crazy.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. And I think we're going to see a lot more of this happen. And one thing that I wish I had for you that I don't is the conclusion to these protests, some of the ones that happened before. So, you know, I like to give you guys homework assignments on these – on on these episodes so that's a fun little assignment see if you can find out how many of these protests actually worked and and what happened to them so awesome we will leave it there we'll wrap it up guys as always don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and until next time we will talk to you later bye britney bye you've been listening to the way the world works make sure your family is subscribed and check out
1: tuttletwins.com for more awesome content